Welcome to Simplifying Jesus Podcast, where we're breaking barriers through communication. I'm Bill Allen, and this is my buddy Matt Gunter, here to tell you about what this week's episode is all about. So, uh, season two is all about busting up myths um, about the church and things that we've heard or that other people have heard that are out there that just aren't true. Um, and this week we're going to be focusing on one that I know I've heard a lot, and Bill, you've, you've probably heard a lot, maybe, maybe even thought it at times, which is that Christianity is impossible to do, that it's um, just too difficult, it's too hard. The reality is, if we're being honest, the bar is set really, really high for for Christians. That, And that's what people think, is that they look at the life of Jesus, they look at the Bible, and they say, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't be perfect. And, and nobody can. And we both agree on that. If you, yeah. if, if you don't think that's how we feel, go back and listen to all of season one. We talk <laughs> about it a lot. We yeah. don't get it right. Nobody gets it all right. Um, you know, something else that we hear a lot is that current times are really different than Bible times, which is very true. I mean, you just think about the technology alone that we have today versus 2,000 years ago, what they had. It's, it's night and day difference, right? Uh, com- complete polar opposite. Um, and because of that, it feels like it's unrealistic for to expect us to live the same way that they did. Um, and so, you know, that's... It, you wrap it all together, and sometimes it feels like Christianity is, is impossible to do. Yeah. So welcome to episode five of season two, where we are going to show you that... Um, Christianity is not impossible to do. That's right. So I was talking to my daughter, Callie, the other day, and she made mention. Now, y'all keep in mind, she's been in Awana her whole life. She's mm-hmm. been in church her whole life. Um, she she said something along the lines of, but everybody in the Bible is perfect. Mm. And we kind of said, oh, crap. <laughs> we need to do some better teaching yeah. uh, because she knows the stories. She knows the, the, the stories in the Bible and she just, for some reason in her little 11 year old mind has it that everybody in the Bible is perfect. And I think that's what we put off to a lot of people is that um, we have to be, you know, in the last episode we talked about going to church and having to be quiet and right. And, and holy and and make sure that we're not having any fun and (laughs) and that we're there just to to sing some songs quietly and (laughs) listen to some preaching and and it's more like a conference than a than a than a worship experience right um sit there shut up listen to what everybody's saying no that's not what it's about anyway going off on a tangent from last episode (laughs) but um no not everybody in the bible is perfect in fact um uh, looking at some examples, King David um, was on top of his castle, whatever it was, the turret of his castle or something, looking over at another turret, and turret's the right word, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at another turret at, at a girl over there sunbathing naked. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, you, you've got a king. And there war a war was going on. Right. The kings are supposed to, in that time were supposed to be on the battleground. Yep. But instead, he decided to stay home and go scoping out the neighbors, sunbathing. And then he decided to marry her. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to 
put her husband, oh yeah, she was married by the way already. She, he decided to put her husband on the front lines so that he would be killed and he can take her as his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's perfection. No, um, definitely check, not. Go check that story out in uh, 2 Samuel 11. Uh, that's definitely not perfection. Definitely not. Yeah, another guy that uh, we tend to put up on a pedestal is Moses. Um, he was one that, while he did a lot of great things with parting the Red Sea and a lot of that stuff, he was definitely not perfect. In fact, there are a lot of stories uh, of him not following what God told him to do. And, uh, you know, one of them that, that comes to mind is when God first called him, he told him uh, that he was going to be the one to go before Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. And Moses said, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm not a good speaker. I, I, I'm not a good speaker. You got to let somebody else do this. And God's like, wait a minute. I, I spoke to you through a burning bush. <laughs> Don't you think I can help you speak? <laughs> you know, but oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. Well, come on. Yeah, I'll give you Aaron. And, and let's not forget that Moses killed an Egyptian and God still called him anyway. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even if it, you know, it probably felt justified at the time. Um, sure, sure. But, but, you know, but that's a good point. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, absolutely. I did too until you were talking. So uh, <laughs> um, didn't go look that up. Not trying to show you up, I promise. Um, so another one would be Jonah. Um, and... If you don't know that story, Jonah was called by God to go to Nineveh. Mm-hmm. Yes, Nineveh, to go speak to those people. Um, he hated those people, and I think those people hated him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was pretty mutual. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't remember the exact story behind that or why they hated each other. But um, Jonah said, "No, I'm not going to go," and he ran from God. Um, because you know, you can run from God, right? Right. Um, the God who's you know, everywhere, everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he wound up getting swallowed up by the Bible says a big fish. The world mm-hmm. says it was a whale, whatever. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Bible says big fish. I'm sticking with big fish, but, yep. <laughs> um, he spent three days in the belly of something. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so finally Jonah said, all right, you know what? I'll go do it. Um, and then, but didn't he try to run again or am I mistaken? Did so he actually go do it? He, he got there, but he, you know, basically crossed his arms, arms and threw a temper tantrum because God told, God told him to go preach repentance and salvation of it to the city of Nineveh that had been so corrupt. And Jonah was like, no, I don't want these people to be saved. They're, they're bad people. Like, yeah. And, and he, he was not happy about it. Um, so he, he didn't, you know. I don't, I, yeah, he, he wasn't happy about it. He threw a temper tantrum while he was there. Yeah. Well, uh, and that's not, um, that's not perfection either. If you're <laughs> called to, uh, listen to God, right? That's right. Every parent out there can agree with that one. That is not the sign of perfection. <laughs> um, and one last one we want to talk about is, uh, is Simon Peter. He's, you know, one of the disciples and, uh, you know, Jesus was all about preaching, um, you know, peace and loving one another and all that stuff. When Jesus was arrested, Peter pulled out a sword and cut off a Roman soldier's ear. You know, I don't yeah, think he—I don't think he was aiming for his ear. You think maybe he missed? <laughs> yeah, I think he was a little bit, you know, off center there or something. Uh, but, but you know, I mean, he was known for having a temper and whatnot. But that—that that was definitely not perfection. That's not the way what Jesus taught him to do. Right. Yeah, Jesus constantly preached love to them. 
mm-hmm. and love one another. In fact, they had already asked, what's the greatest commandment? Um, maybe the Roman soldier wasn't considered a neighbor. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't know. Uh, love, love God, love your neighbor. So as right. yourself, um, that was in John 18 that that happened, right? Yeah. 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 So they didn't get it all right, uh, but these men were still considered great men of faith in the Bible. Uh, they, um, they all eventually did great things for mm-hmm. God. Right. Um, they all, um, David was considered a, a man after God's own heart. Um, Moses was, um, he's the one that led God's people to the promised land. He didn't get to go, but he led them there. Right. And uh, um, honestly, I'm not sure of what the outcome was in Jonah. I have to study up on that a little more. But, but he was a prophet. Yeah, he was. He was one of God's prophets at okay. the time. So, yeah. Yeah. So God was using him. Mm-hmm. So and Simon Peter was one of the apostles uh, that lived closely with Jesus and got to hear all of his teaching, um, and then eventually went to you know spread the gospel yeah. after after Jesus was uh, was gone. Um, well, he was crucified and then came back and then gone. So, um, so yeah, they didn't get it all right at all. Yeah. And and in fact, I mean, uh, you know, Simon Peter, Jesus told him that on you're the rock that I'm going to build my church on. Yeah. Even to that point. That's right. Um, and so, you know, God used all these men, even though they weren't perfect. And, and so that's, that's an encouragement for us that we don't have to be perfect. And and we've talked about it before that, that Christianity isn't about keeping all of the rules. Um, it's all about your relationship with Christ. You might say, okay, okay, that's fine and all, but Christianity wasn't around then. Like these guys weren't following Christianity as we know it today. And, and you're right. Except Simon Peter. But yeah, yeah. Except for Simon Peter, he was following Christ, right? That's, that's, uh, <laughs> literally, yeah, literally <laughs> following Christ. Um, and, and that is true, but all of these guys were waiting for, the prophecy from the Old Testament. And Isaiah has a lot of this prophecy. So they were all living life the way they got told them to because they knew this was going to happen. So it's not that, so while Christianity itself, quote unquote, wasn't around then and, you know, they didn't have the written Bible like we do today, they were still striving to live the same life that we do now. They had the same, the same goalposts in mind. So, um, and, and if you're you know, wondering more about that, about not the not needing to be perfect, um, go back to season one, episodes two, three, and five on uh, hypocrisy, rigid intolerance, and, and episode five, not about the rules, to, uh, to hear more about um, what Christianity really is all about. Yeah, and I think just um, being able to hear that so far, even, uh, you know, about what, 12 minutes into this uh, episode, somewhere around there, um, we've already kind of said that, uh, we've already kind of shown you that Christianity is not impossible to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I, and I think that's just coming from people who haven't really looked at a Bible in any mm-hmm. kind of depth. And I think people who don't go to church and hear this regularly um, aren't going aren't gonna to see that. They're going to yeah. feel like, wow, there's so many rules, there's so many things that we've got to right. do. Um, but... Well, either that or you're going to a church that is preaching that it's all about the rules. Right. Um, get out of that one and find <laughs> one that's preaching Jesus. Right. And uh, things will get a lot better for you, promise. So um, to to kind of bring that full circle, we wanted to, to just have some fun with uh, uh, a little list that we came up with of some things that that people do every day that are much harder to do than becoming a Christian. Right. And being a Christian, for that matter. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of hold this one uh, close to my heart um, because I see it every day. Mm-hmm. Being a parent is much harder <laughs> than becoming or being a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Matt? You got one? You know, one for me is uh, just, just going to work every day, honestly. Uh, I've got a good job. I enjoy my job. But even that is, is harder to do than, uh, than becoming a Christian. Yeah, I can relate to that one as well. Um, Matt and I are both musicians. Um, I spent a few years learning um, or trying to uh, play full-time, but that didn't happen. Um, but learning an instrument or playing an instrument, for me, that's something mm-hmm. that's harder than being or becoming a Christian. For sure. Yeah, um, my uh, my wife would definitely agree with this one. Cleaning the house, and she would agree because I don't do the best job, uh, <laughs> not not up to her standards. But that's just that's just a time consuming task, and def- definitely more difficult than becoming a Christian. You know what's funny about what you just said? Um, you said you don't do a good job cleaning the house. We don't do good jobs of being Christians either. No, we really don't. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this one just kind of wraps it up um, because of what we're talking about. But even going to church every Sunday yeah. uh, is, is harder than being or becoming a Christian because that's not what being a Christian is about. Going to church isn't going to make you a Christian. Um, and it, It's going to help you um, build your relationship with Christ, but it's not going to make you a Christian. That's not what does it. That's a checklist. Right. Um, so... A few episodes back um, in season one, I think it was 7.5. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Our bonus episode there, we did uh, uh, an episode on um, the importance of going to church yep. and getting back into church. But we talked about how much of a discipline that is. Yeah. yeah. And being a Christian, um, having being saved by Jesus, that's not something we have to do. Right. That is something that he already did for us. We just have to accept it. That's right. So, um, Matt, what did Jesus say about the road that, that Christians walk? And one of the things that's real clear in his teachings is that the, the life that Christians are called to live aren't necessarily the easiest. Um, and in fact, in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14, it says, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and how difficult the road that leads to life, and few find it. And so what he's, what he's saying there is that becoming a Christian, while that, is, while that is easy, and we'll talk more about the specifics of that later in the episode, that we are called to live life differently. And living life the way that he talks about is not easy. Um, and so that's where, where sometimes we, we get it confused that Christianity is impossible to do is we're never going to meet his standard, but the call that he gives us is to strive towards that, to go down that road. And we're going to stray, we're going to get off track, but we're supposed to be trying to live, live life the most that way that we can. Yeah. Yeah. What makes it so difficult to attain that or feel like we've attained that is giving up that control. Uh, of our lives. And we, we touched on that a little bit in, in the last week's episode. We have to, well, we've said it before. We have to let go and let God. Yep. Um, 
so many things in this world try, are, are pulling at us, trying to, trying to attack us, trying to take control of our lives, uh, whether that be addictions, whether that be stress, that, that could be our job, that could be our marriage, our kids. Everything is pulling us in different directions. And um, we can't let it all get to us. Yeah. Um, God gives us a peace about things, again, if we accept it. And if we can just trust that he's got it under control. Uh, um, the road that leads to life, the road that Jesus was talking about is Jesus. And, it, and it's calling him our Lord. That means we don't get to call the shots anymore. Yeah. You know, like we talked about uh, Jonah. You know, if he says go, we need to go. Yeah. Um, if he says stay, we need to stay. Uh, even if it goes against what we want, um, I hold on to Romans eight twenty eight. God does everything for the good of those who loves uh, love Him and are called according to His purpose. Uh, the key is according to His purpose, not our own. Right. So when it goes against what we want, it's probably for our own good. Even though we may think it's best, we need to do it His way and and trust that He actually knows best. Yeah. Um, Calling Jesus Lord also means that we do our best to live life according to his teachings. Um, if we're not trying to do that, ask yourself, is he really Lord of our lives? Have we truly accepted him as, as our Savior and as our Lord? Um, it's a lifestyle change to be able to really look at everything we do with a magnifying glass and say, is this going to be um, giving glory to God? Right. You know, and that, and that's tough to do, um, you know, especially in a society where, where we really like to control everything. We like to plan things out. And, you know, this is my five-year, 10-year, 30-year plan of where I want to be and how I'm going to do things. And to call Jesus Lord, it means that you give up that control. You say, okay. You know, and, and it's, and I'll, I'll throw this out there too. It's not that we don't have those plans. It's fine to have plans. But if he says, Hey, I've got something different for you. It's saying, okay, all right, I'm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, he also gave us some promises alongside of that though. And, uh, in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, he said, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If we follow that path, if we go down that narrow path that he's on, and we truly say, okay, God, you're Jesus, you are Lord of my life. I'm going to follow you, whatever you call me to do, whatever you say, I'm going to go. He's going to be there beside us. He's going to be there with us. And while the path isn't necessarily going to be easy, we do have the promise that he's going to be there to help carry that burden. That... If, if we will go down the path that he's called us to, that he's going to be there alongside us walking down that path with us. And having done some life that was alongside him along his path and done, doing a good bit of life that was really pushing back against that, I can tell you that life is truly a whole lot easier and better when we're doing things his way and when we're we're following that path. So it's, it's not easy. And we're, and we're not trying to say that, that it's, um, 
that it's making easy decisions and all that stuff. But but he's going to be there beside and it's going to be better. And it's actually easier to not be fighting against God and just walking alongside with him. And that's, it's not easy to make the decision, but the path is a lot easier when we've got him beside us. Yeah. We're, we're, um, well, just to give you kind of a peek behind the curtain, uh, for this podcast and, and just being real with everyone, it's not easy all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy to schedule. It's not easy to plan. Um, it's not easy to, uh, well, Matt and I both, um, we're not a fan of public speaking. Um, <laughs> right. You know, we're not a fan of, now granted, it's just me and him sitting in a room together talking over microphones, but still, we know that hopefully millions, uh, we don't know how many, we hope a lot of people are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, uh, we, we both feel called to do it, even yeah. though we know it's not easy. Um, again, not perfect. We're not the best at, at uh, well, maybe Matt is, at, at making sure that we've got all our notes together. Uh, I'm not the best at that. <laughs> no, um, I'm definitely not the best. <laughs> but if you if you listen to episodes eight, eight or nine, you can see that, um, you can see how God opened the doors for us in a way that, you know, we just couldn't deny that it was him saying, hey, do this. Yeah. Um, and I felt this a long time ago and ran from it for a long yeah. time. Um, Thankfully, God made it easier for me to say, okay, we can do this. Um, but we do enjoy what we're doing. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing it. We hope and pray that we're doing it for the right reasons yeah. all the time. Um, um, but it's work. It's work. It's busy schedules. Um, it's um, developing. It's planning content. It's uh, doing all the social media work, uh, which Matt does a great job of. Um, it's brainstorming. Um how we can grow and how we can best reach the audience. Uh, we're certainly not complaining about it. That's not what we're trying to say. Uh, we're not, we're not trying to tell you, Oh, woe is me and Mm-mm. become martyrs for God or anything <laughs> like that. Um, we're, we're just showing that what God calls us to do can, can be difficult and, um, and, and add more stress on our lives. We do this, uh, because God called us to it. And, and most of the time we have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, it's not always easy, but always worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's, you know, summing up the Christian life right there. I mean, that's it is it's not always easy, but it's worth it. It's always worth it to follow down God's path. And anytime that I can see a clear turn in my life where I said, okay, I'm going to quit doing it my way. I'm going to turn and do it God's way. It's, it's better. It's better on the back end of that. Um, and so, just as an encouragement that even though it's difficult to do, number one, it's not impossible, but number two, it's better. It's actually better to live life his way. It is. So we're going to jump into our favorite part of the podcast, the outside looking inside looking out. Woo-hoo. This is a favorite. We need some celebration music at this point. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, uh, that'd be fun. Anyway. Uh, so my outside looking in perspective, um, you know, having come from a life outside of the church, uh, outside of God, outside of Jesus, uh, outside of the Holy Spirit. Uh, my life was um, hard. Yeah. I had a lot of things going on. A lot of it not in my control. Um, a lot of it was in my control. Um, but starting that relationship, and I feel like a broken record because I know I've said this kind of thing before, um, but there starting that relationship with Jesus, 
there's a change in your life and you do want to do things differently. It's a lifestyle change though. It's not just, um, uh, oh yeah, I think I want to be different and then do that for a week and then go back to the same life because you have to change your lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, just like dieting. You can't just diet for a month expecting to lose weight and keep it off. It's a lifestyle change. Right. Exercising, working out, all of that is a lifestyle change. So um, it, it's not just saying a prayer, but you have to believe it um, and then you have to live it. Um, becoming a Christian is the easy part. You, it does get a little more difficult when you start trying to live it, but you will find it easier if you would just let God take over completely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, and that, that's the, that's the key is letting him have control. And so from the inside looking out, you know, the Christian life as laid out by Jesus, Jesus's standard, um, isn't easy. In fact, it actually is impossible to do. Um, because we're not, because we are human, we're not going to be perfect. Correct. But what he taught isn't that we have to live perfectly. That's, he set the bar at perfection. That's the standard. But then what he said is, God loves you. And that's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. So being a Christian isn't about being perfect. It's about him being Lord of our lives and following him through that. And while it's not easy to give up that control, when we do, we live a better life. Things go better if you're not swimming upstream anymore hmm. when you're going in line with God's plan for your life. Things get easier. Things get better. And and then you have God walking alongside you. you got Jesus walking alongside you, guiding you through, helping you carry that burden because you're, because you're living life his way. Footprints in the, in the sand thing, right? Exactly. Footprints in the sand. That's right. <laughs> Go look that up. It's pretty cool. It is. It is. It's a cool poem, and it's it's a great depiction of exactly what we're talking about. It is. Um, we've we've really, you know, we're talking about how difficult um, people think it is to to be a Christian and to live that perfect life. Hear us when we say you don't have to. That's not what it's about. It is trusting Jesus to cover our sins. He already has. We just have to accept that. And it's about striving to do the things that glorify him and not ourselves. You know, a cool story from the Bible is um, captured in Luke 23. It's the thief on the cross. And um, as he's there, you, there are three crosses on the hill. Um, Jesus is in the middle and he has... One guy on his left, one guy on his right, and there's a thief. Um, can't remember which side he's on. Not that that's a relevant detail, but um, a thief on the cross that says, "You truly are the Son of God," and Jesus tells him, "Hey, recognize that you're going to be with me in heaven today. Like when we die, you're going to see me in heaven." Because the other thief was mocking him as well. Exactly, just like all the Roman soldiers and everybody else around. And so we bring up that story to say that if a thief on a cross can say, all right, Jesus, I believe it, you're the real guy. And he can become a quote unquote Christian, although that's not what he would have been called then, <laughs> but, but what we would consider him now, he can become a Christian that way. Then I can tell you it's not impossible. And it's because it's about your relationship with Christ. It's what you, what do you do with this Jesus guy? Do you make him Lord? Do you believe he's the son of God or do you not? 
that's what it's all about. And so our memory verse for this season, uh, Romans 10, 9, puts it pretty plainly. It says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's it. Point blank. That's the message. That's what the thief on the cross did right there at, at literally at his death. Um, and that's all we have to do, uh, to, to accept that gift. After that point, living, living the Christian life isn't always easy, but it's not impossible because we have Jesus by our side. Thank you all for listening to our, our podcast today. And uh, we hope that you, we hope that this helped you to see that uh, it's not impossible to be a Christian. It's not impossible to give your life to Christ. So um, be, be thinking on that, be praying on that. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions or, or, or need any help with that, shoot us an email at info at simplifyjesus.com. We're happy to help. Or if we don't know the answers, we can find someone that does have the answers That's right. for you. We know some pretty smart people who've studied this stuff for a long time. We can, we can hook you up. I'm not it. He's not talking about me. <laughs> not me. Uh, so uh, y'all be sure to check us out on our Facebook page. Go like our page, share it. Maybe you know somebody that uh, this will help as well. Uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, we're all there. If you need help finding those, go to simplifyjesus.com and uh, everything you need to know about Simplify Jesus is there. Awesome. Appreciate everybody jumping in. We'll see you guys next week.